0: This is Man Afraid of Everything. I'm 33 years old, and I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid of screwing up. I'm afraid of making decisions, and I'm afraid of snakes. I really hate snakes. I've spent my entire life watching TV and movies, talking to people in chat rooms, and clicking around researching the best electric toothbrush sleeve so mold doesn't build up inside the casing. This rubber sleeve has four and a half stars, but only 15 total reviews. I don't know. But it glows in the dark. The premise of this podcast is simple. I tell you about something I'm afraid of, and then I do it. Or I try to do it. This isn't an uplifting emotional story about doing extreme things like skydiving or mountain biking Mount Everest. This is a story about hailing a taxi, going to a barbershop, and trying sushi. I've never done any of those things, but I'm going to, and I'd like to take you with me. Each episode comes in two parts. In Part 1, I'll try to think myself out of whatever it is that I haven't done or I hate to do. I'll tell you about every terrible thing that can go wrong if I ride a horse, or if I talk to my neighbor. Part 2 is the aftermath, the carnage. What was it like? Would I do it again? How many people were injured when I talked to my neighbor? those kinds of things. If this all sounds melodramatic, I can't help it. I think too much. I'm afraid of hailing a taxi. Most people are afraid of things like heights, disease, and death. I'm afraid of those things too, but I'm also afraid of hailing a taxi and driving over a cliff and throwing up all over myself. I'm the kind of person who will google best way to hail a taxi. Because I don't know if I should hold out my hand or if I should just stand confidently on a curb. Basically, I need someone else to tell me what to do so I can blame them if things go wrong. Let's say I hail a taxi. The car almost runs my feet over, but he stops. Do I open the door? Does the driver open the door for me? What happens inside the car? Do I tip? Does he take credit cards? What if I give him my debit card on accident, and I don't remember my PIN number, and then it's declined? Or what if it's bulletproof glass, and I reach my arm through a little porthole to hand him my credit card, and then he gets into an accident, and my arm is completely severed from my body? Because I don't think I have the strength to lift an entire arm with just one arm. I don't even know how heavy an arm is. Anyway, I've only been alone in a taxi once in my life. I took one to class in college that took five minutes never actually had to hail a taxi. My entire experience with taxicabs consists of the commute to college, a business trip with a co-worker, and a few episodes of HBO's Taxi Cab Confessions. Which means I'm going to end up half-naked in the back seat of a cab, crying about something. So let's say I'm on a dangerous street corner and I really need a cab. What if there's another person who needs a taxi too? What's the protocol? Can we fight over it? Can I pay them to go away? If I pull out my wallet, they might steal it and then I'll have to take a new license photo and try to pose without bug eyes again. I'll just hope I'm the only one getting a cab in the entire city because everyone else is using Uber. Why would I even take a cab when I could use Uber? If I see a taxi and its light is on, does that mean he's available? What is the best brand of taxi? How can I avoid being ripped off? How am I supposed to remember the entire address of where I want to go? I mumble so much, he'll probably take me to the wrong address. If it's just me in the back seat, am I supposed to sit behind him, or is that poor form? Not that I have kids, but if I did have kids, do they need a car seat? Why would parents carry a car seat around with them? Has a baby ever even been in a cab before? What if I invented a stroller that's also a car seat? If the taxi driver wants to talk, what should we talk about? Do we have to talk? Because I don't really like talking. How annoyed would the driver get if I used Google Maps turn-by-turn turn directions in the back seat? Should I go by myself? Is it cheating if my girlfriend goes with? Where would I go? I could go anywhere. I took a taxi. I plan to drive two and a half hours in rush hour traffic to a meetup. I've never been to a meetup alone either. The plan was to eat a sandwich in bumper to bumper traffic and then drive around in circles looking for a parking garage. I told a coworker my plan and he said I was crazy. I should just take the train and hop a cab. Is it really going to happen? I debated. I could take the train, but then when do I eat my sandwich? Can I take a sandwich on the train? When I get home, I only have 10 minutes to make it to the station. I run in and print a picture of this week's episode for Instagram and run downstairs to get it off the printer. No paper in the printer. Which button do I hit to feed the paper? Okay, got it. Damn it! I printed off the graphic for Go to Sushi Bar. I'm not going to a Sushi Bar. Run back upstairs. I don't have time for this. Print the Take a Taxi graphic. Run downstairs, grab the paper and bolt out of the house and down the street for the train stop. Pull up to the station, right as the 5 o'clock train arrives. Damn it. Next train is in 45 minutes. I'll only have half an hour to get to the meetup after I get off the train. I eat my sandwich. 45 minutes later, I board the train and all the seats are occupied with at least one person. My mind goes blank as I try to figure out who to sit next to. Do I ask them first? What if they say no? I walk past all the conscious people and sit down right next to a guy who's sleeping. I make sure to bounce on the seat so he knows someone sat next to him. As soon as I sat down, I realized how dumb it was to sit next to the only guy who's sleeping. I'm sure he appreciated me waking him up. I sit uncomfortably for a moment, and then the lady across the aisle gets up. I jump across and take her spot. At the next stop, I try to relax and not look awkward, and it works. A lady sits next to me. I'm relieved to be deemed normal enough to sit next to, but I start getting anxious. Now I'm trapped. What if I want to get up? I take out my Kindle, look at it for a few seconds, and then think, can I read a book on the train? What if I get motion sickness? I've never had motion sickness on a train before, but I've never read this specific book on a train before. What if this is the one? I put the Kindle away and stare out the window. When I arrive downtown, I find a bathroom because that's what I do. Afterwards, I head outside and there they are. The cabs. Are they occupied? I wave at one. It's occupied. Is that one occupied? It's occupied. What do I do if they're all occupied? I'm going home. I head east and a taxi pulls up and someone jumps out. I wave my hand at the driver. The answer to my first question is I'm the one who opens the car door. Maybe if I had luggage or a baby, he'd get out and open it for me. I'll never know, though, because I'm never taking a cab again. I get in the cab around 6.30. I have to get to the meetup by 7. I ask the driver, can you run me up to 111 West Illinois Street? Yeah, yeah, sure, he says. I did it. I hailed a taxi. It is everything I dreamed it would be. I tried my best to record memos of myself during the trip. They are amazing. Right at the beginning, the driver slams on the brakes and stops half in the intersection. He's glad the red light camera is going the other direction, otherwise it would have taken a picture and he's paid enough tickets already and was just in court yesterday. This puts me at ease. A few minutes later, I asked. that battle hit up uh, West Illinois. Street. That's where we're going, right? 111? <laughs> less than nine. Okay. I decide to check out the fares. Did you know there's a $50 vomit cleanup fee? Which seems unfair since most people who take cabs these days are drunk. I try to make small talk, and he lets me know he won the court case yesterday. And then I say, Good. That's good. It's always a good thing. Nicer weather today, too. Is it looking good? <laughs> he lets me know that good weather is a bad thing because when it's raining, more people need cabs. At like 645, I realized there are no tall buildings anywhere and when he asked me for the address again, I say... Uh, 111 West Illinois." Yeah, it should be big high rise. <laughs> Got a conference at 7, so I'm trying to get there. After some more driving, and a U-turn, he puts the address into the GPS. I don't know why he didn't put it into the GPS to begin with. And apologizes and says he thought I said 1101. I pull up the address on my phone and say, I guess it's in the old, I guess it's in the old Google building or something like that. And now he's cruising. We zigzag a little bit further and finally after 26 minutes, I arrive at my destination. There's 15. Can I get a receipt? Alright, thank you. After I get out, I look at the receipt, and it's just a blank form. The cab ride that should have taken 5 minutes, according to Google Maps, ends up taking 26 minutes. The meetup is great. I've never been to one before, and I end up sitting at a table with a couple other guys. I see people from Cape Town, London, Thailand, but I only talk with a handful of locals. After an hour and a half, I look up and realize the other two guys sitting at my table are also wearing striped button-down shirts. I'm pretty sure we're the only people wearing striped shirts at the entire meetup. Afterward, I decide to walk back to the train station. It only takes me 25 minutes. Now I understand why people love Uber so much. Thanks for listening to episode one. There may not be another one. Man Afraid of Everything is me, Jed. You can find more episodes at getafraid.com. Music by FF Low Beats. Special thanks to all who previewed and gave me feedback. So what should I do next? Visit getafraid.com and let me know. And maybe I'll do it.